Koinonia, Christian fellowship, communion with God and with fellow Christians. Koinonia, an association of people who share common beliefs and activities. This is Koinonia. This is Community. And now, your host, Tom Brown. Yes, Koinonia is about community, and a very vital part of our community is Union Christian Academy. Superintendent Ricky Massengale joins me in studio. Go Eagles. So I, do I have that right? That, that's right. Go I, Eagles. It, for, my listeners may not know this, but you certainly do because I've said it so many times. I love your school. Oh, I thanks. Mean, I love your school. I've been to a number of of events i've met some of your board members uh, your senior project i mean just on and on and on there's so many things i love and i believe that it is vital for our kids to get a good christian worldview education uh because we are create we we have access to the creator should we should mm-hmm. be the best at whatever it is we do mm-hmm. that's that's true and yeah. he created this universe that we live in that has math and science and you know, obviously history. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, I I just love your school. I love Christian education as a baseline. But for those that may not be familiar with uh, UCA, give me a little bit of your bio. How did you get where, or how did God get you where he's got you today? And just a little bit about the school. Okay, so um, how I got here today uh, is actually all by God's design. Mm-hmm. Um Originally, I had no desire to teach, no desire to be in education. I was going to pursue my master's, uh, write novels, write books, be a writer. You know, I was young and naive, and, and but I had this this idea of what my life could look like. And sure. then God, the five year plan, the ten year plan. Oh, absolutely, because I'm a planner. I'm, okay. I'm a strategist, and and uh, God has shown me throughout the years how shallow my plans were and how much better his are. But I do remember I was working as a recruiter at Arkansas Tech University, traveling around to high schools, uh, telling them why they should come to Arkansas Tech University. Got a phone call one day from a principal I didn't know at a school I'd never heard of in a town I'd never heard of either. So, in wow. uh, But he knew me hmm. somehow, and he knew that I had an English degree, and he invited me to come teach. And to which I responded, that sounds like the worst idea I've ever heard. I have no (laughs) desire to teach um, students. Yeah. Well, so had a great interview. He he and I hit it off immediately, and he asked me to give him one year. And if I hated it after one year, I could leave. I helped him out. He helped me. We would we would part ways. And I taught there for nine years. Wow. Um, Loved it. Loved the students. What grade? uh, Seventh through twelfth grade. so I taught every day, 7th through 12th grade English. Um, so fell in love with teaching in, the, in that time. I fell in love with teaching youth in general. So mm-hmm. I've actually I've taught a total of 11 years, 9 years at Sacred Heart in Moralton, Arkansas, and 2 years at Southside High School up here. And I'm entering my 5th year in administration. Um, wow. And each one of those transitions was completely God-driven, God opening a door saying step through and and that's what I want my life to be. If God, if God says go, go. Yeah. Just be obedient and trust Him. Now it doesn't mean that that we didn't have some long conversations. <laughs> right. um, Are you he, sure? Exactly. Are you absolutely sure. Exactly. But but I see His hand in everything. I I am where I am because God has led my life to this, and 
I'm thankful he's got it and I'm not because I would have totally messed all of this up. But. I think of that Toby Mac song, uh, if it was up to me, I'd have packed my bags when I was supposed to stay. I'd mm-hmm. have been in the wind when I'm supposed to, or, you know, just so many things in our lives. If we were in charge, mm-hmm. we would not even understand where uh, we were compared to where God had us originally. That's now, right. I fully and completely believe that God can redeem and restore at mm-hmm. any point. Oh, Absolutely. Without hesitation, but he created us, he knows us, he knows what's going to give us ultimate joy. Yeah. He, uh, as scripture says that he knit us together in our mother's womb, and we love that. I love looking at Ephesians chapter 2. It begins, we were dead in our trespasses, mm. and, and it talks about how spiritually dead we were, but then by grace we've been saved. And then it all ends in, in uh, verse 10 where it says that we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works which he prepared beforehand. I mean, we Come have on. been not only created yeah. for a purpose, but then recreated in Christ Jesus to do the works he's called us to do. Yeah. So how did I get to where I am right now? I just wanted to humbly follow wherever God led me. and But it wasn't, that. I don't mean that in any oh, man, he's really holy kind of way. I mean it as I was kicking and screaming sometimes. I was going to say, sometimes it's struggling yeah. and kicking and screaming, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but I trusted God, and mm-hmm. that's the kind of life I want to live because I know that the students are watching me. Yeah. And, uh, and I, want, I want them to see that our job are, is not the results. Our job is the obedience. Mm-hmm. God handles the results. So wherever it is he calls us to go, we are obedient, we trust him, and he does what he's going to do. But we have to be responsible for our obedience. When I was younger, I didn't understand that I was transparent mm. to kids, you know, because I didn't have children. So mm-hmm. I never learned that lesson. You can't fool kids. Oh, no. They know. Over time. You may fool them for a day or a week, but they're going to see the real you. And mm-hmm. the real you better be the, the you that you're telling them you are, mm-hmm. or you're going to lose all credibility. Oh, yeah. So I tell new students as they're coming to the school, and I tell the parents, look, Johnny might come home and tell you he saw me today, and, and it looked like Mr. Massengale was having a really bad day. He just looked mad. And he's telling the truth. Mm-hmm. I, I don't put on a fake smile just to put on a fake smile in those hallways. Yeah. I want the students to see. Now, now, I try to be happy. I try to be joyful, but I also don't fake it because kids know. Yeah, but they but they also need to know as young Christians that, it's okay to have bad days. It's okay to be frustrated. It does not take away from our joy in the Lord. So we have those days, but for the days that they see me frowning or upset or frustrated, they should be seeing me as many days being joyful. Right. So, but they, you're right. They know, and they know if you're being genuine or not. So yeah. we want to show them genuine, authentic Christianity. It's okay to have a bad day. It's okay to not understand what God's calling you to do or to really struggle with, I know this is what God wants of me, but I don't see how this works. Yeah. Well, so we teach them to trust in the dark what they know in the light. Yeah. He has shown his faithfulness. So for everything you don't know, keep walking because you already know he's with you. Yeah. So, Ricky Massengale, Superintendent, Union Christian Academy, is my guest. Uh, you can find out more about the school, unioneagles.org. We're going to have a number of conversations. But specifically today, I want you to delve into the event you've got coming up Thursday night, because mm-hmm. this is just another thing I love about UCA. When I heard, I'd never even heard of high school exchange students before. And this is just a powerful, powerful idea. And I knew, I know you need some host families. So first and foremost, tell us a little bit about the program. 
So a few years ago, I've, I'm entering my fifth year at Union Christian Academy. In the first year, we had a, had a few international students. The second year, we had a few. Um, but in that time, that year two to year three, we started looking at what other agencies could we partner with to bring international students um, to America. To Union, absolutely. Um, but, but there were more agencies than the, ones that, than the one that we had partnered with. And mm-hmm. so this opportunity that we weren't seeking out, that God just says, hey, how about this, Yeah, uh, was brought to me to consider and took it to the school board. It, it was one of those, why not? Let's see what God does. Mm-hmm. Um, we now have, we've, th- well, let me try that. Let me say it this way. Next semester, we have 13 international students that want to come to Union Christian Academy. Wow. Last year, we had um, 10 or 11 that wanted to. The year before that, which was the initial year we introduced it, we had six or seven immediately. Mm. So God has not only brought this opportunity to us, but he's providing through it. And I do, I get excited about this because, you know, COVID shut the world down. And and most people might not know this, but the, the week before spring break is called Missions Week at Union. And we have historically sent students to Ecuador. Um, we were we send students um, to the nations, to our nation, to our state, and to our city on missions week. And we're trying to train them in service. And um, well, we didn't get to do that when COVID shut down the world. But by God's provision, we had international students who had been in our school that year, and so they had been hearing the gospel. And then these students all had to go back home. Wow. And one of them made a, a gospel. Uh, proclamation conversion um, you know the however we would want to say that so that everybody understands it mm-hmm. but she called me what she was with one of our teachers the teacher called me and then the student shared that um, she had just understood that Jesus Christ is Lord and it's, it's changed her life and wow. and we know of that student mm-hmm. is now back in Spain with her family and has been discipling them and so where we couldn't go to the nations because COVID shut the world down God sent the nations to us and then sent them back home that's and, powerful then we had uh, more students this year who, because of COVID, they couldn't come on campus. So we actually had two international students through Zoom all year long. Wow. And that, that was complicated that in is. many ways. But they were committed. They were in Vietnam, and they were committed, and we were committed to fulfilling this desire that they had. But what's really neat about our international program is not only has God grown it, I think he's growing it because the gospel is being proclaimed. We started right. an international Bible class for these students. Because most of them have a limited knowledge of Christianity, no knowledge, or kind of a curiosity. Mm. I mean, there, there's a whole range. It's nice that Christian is right there in the name, so it's it not is. like it's being uh, obfuscated by anyone. That's right. Um, but I do a, a Skype interview with every single one of them, and I make sure they know that we're a Christian school. Some of them come from a Buddhist background, some from a, a Catholic, some from no religious background at all. But But they know that we're a Christian school and that what we're going to do in our uh, international Bible class is we just want to tell them why we believe what we believe. And I'm very clear, and, and I mean it. We're not going to force you to believe. We can't do that. Right. Belief it's false is not gospel on, if you do. That's right. It's, that's God's work. But what we do know is that God's word never goes out in vain. We want them to hear the gospel. So they are in a class of other international students. So Vietnam, South Korea, Taiwan, all in one class, Genesis 1 through 11. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Everything was good. And then he created man, and that was good. He created woman, that was very good. And then there was sin, and there's a need for a Savior. They hear the fullness of the gospel. And um, 
And we just see such great fruit in that. So I get excited, not because our numbers grow, but because we're fulfilling the mission that God has brought to us. (laughs) The gospel is being proclaimed in that classroom and, and they're learning of a savior. And we're, we're seeing seeds that begin um, that we may never see the fruition of, right. but we also know that, that once the seed is planted, the growth is up to God. Tell me about the event Thursday night. You need host families, yes. and this is a very casual uh, kind of get-together, but you can get all the information you need. Yes. So next Thursday night, which will be July the 15th from 5 o'clock to 7 at Union Christian Academy, it's very casual. It's it's a drop-in if you're interested in learning what it means to be a host home or a host family for one of these students. Because the reality is we have 13 students who want to come. We only have two host homes oh for them. So we have a need of 11 more uh, host homes. Um, and so Vicki Endo, she's our registrar at the school. If you call the school, 95% of the time, Vicki Endo's who's going to be answering that phone. So anyone okay. who's listening to this and they're interested, they can call. Um, and they're 95% chance they're going to be talking to Vicki at that moment. But she's a registrar at our school. She's also a coordinator for ECEP, which is an agency that, that brings those students here. Okay. Um, but she can answer all questions. Um, host families are not responsible for tuition, for insurance. That's paid for by the company. Um, what they are chiefly responsible for is making sure the needs of the, the student are met, housing, lodging, feeding, getting them to school, from school. Um, and Vicki can share a whole lot more about that. But it is. It's, it's a huge need we have. And I just I believe that if the students are supposed to be here, then God will provide those host homes. Um, we don't always see things the way God does. Right. We don't understand the mysteries. We, we waste too much time trying to figure out the mysteries instead of just trusting. Yeah. And so I'm saying all that to say that my prayer is, is that he provides 11 host homes. Yeah. But, but should he not? Our prayer for enrollment has been, God, send us the students that you want us to have. Well, if he is drawing them, we do believe he will provide for those that he wants to be at our school this year. And we rest in that, that sovereignty. That's great. Ricky Mastengale, Superintendent, Union Christian Academy. Give us that phone number. Phone number is 479-783-7327. And the event is Thursday night, 5 to 7, drop in. You can also get more information at unioneagles.org. Thanks for your time. Thank you so much.